Hey guys, this is Bull Buchanan. Welcome to Live and in Color with Wolfie D. Hey, this is Jimmy Street, host of the Live and in Color with Wolfie D podcast. Hear the life and times of professional wrestler Wolfie D. From his time in the territories with PG-13 to his time in WWE, ECW, WCW, TNA, and more. Nothing is off limits and nothing will be held back. Thanks again for tuning in. Here he is, Wolfie D. Hey guys, welcome, 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 welcome to the Live Name Color of Wolfie D. My man, Jimmy, across the street. What up? Not much, brother. How you doing, man? Oh, man. Wood carving, man. You know what yeah. I'm doing? You know yeah. I'm all up into that, man. And oh, I yeah. hope the, the people have seen, or the listeners, I say the people, that's what I'm used to calling them. Yeah. Uh, but the listeners, man, get on my Facebook, do all that. I got some cool stuff coming out. You Clocks. do. Wait yeah. till this this uh, checkerboard uh, comes out. That's what I'm working on right now. I'm sweating. I'm in the garage talking to y'all right now. I just got done earning it. Out the, the checkerboard part and then sanding it down a little bit and I'm going to do a few other things. So, well, let me tell you a cool story here, man. Tell me a cool story, Jimmy. Y- yeah, this is super cool. This just tells you. All right. So previously we had Colorado Kid. Excellent yeah. numbers. Y'all turned out in droves. Really cool. Y'all listening so well to, to all of our great shows. Thank you so much for that. But prior to that was George South. We know George South. The numbers were awesome. George did great, great interview. We could have talked to him for 25 hours and almost <laughs> ran out of stuff. So if you notice, some people are friends with me on Facebook. I did post some something about my mom. She was having back surgery. She fused her L4 and L5 and then had, you know, some stuff fixed with bone spurs in her back and stuff, just real painful stuff. And so I posted that on Facebook. And of course, George is my friend on Facebook. He's probably your friend and a lot of people's friend. But anyway, long story short, George texts me and he says, Hey brother, how's mom? And I said, holy cow, man. Like, I didn't say, hey, George, pray for her. Obviously, thank you, George, for praying for her. But almost every day or every other day, Mr. George South has texted me or sent me some kind of message asking how my mom was doing. Dude, does that just not tell you exactly what kind of guy he is, man? Absolutely, dude. Absolutely, man. That's awesome. Um, I mean... I, f- I feel I knew that, but uh, there's confirmation. Anybody that was questioning it, there you go. Absolutely. And we've heard people don't like him for some reason, or at least one guy doesn't like him, and we're not getting into one that. One guy on earth or something. One guy <laughs> on earth, which is a pretty good percentage, actually, if you think Absolutely. about it. But anyway, so yeah, dude, I'm just so impressed. I mean, he didn't have to text me even once, and he's done it yeah, probably five cool. times. Anyway, yeah. So, And then, Very of course... You know, we had Colorado Kid on, and everybody had, you know, great response to that, especially yeah. talking the Burt Flint stuff. Yeah, the sound yeah. was great. It was yeah, perfect. Yeah. It was yeah, not man. scripted, folks, I promise. That's no. the funniest part about it, man. And and honestly, you and I didn't even know how to ask it, right? I, mean, I we, know. I know. Yeah. That's what they were like, well, we got to address it, man. Right, right. So yeah. It's there, so we got to address it. And I confronted the elephant in the room and I slayed him like the Black Panther in Africa or Zimbabwe or wait, wait a minute, hold on. Wakanda forever. <laughs> Wakanda. Wakanda. Yes. yes. Yeah. You killmongered him. Yeah. 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 That was cool. But yeah, for sure, man. Just really cool. And I'm glad you asked it. And I think people really responded yeah. well to that. So for sure. But yeah, man, I, you know, the cool thing is, dude, we were thinking about shows and you come up to me and you're like, hey, man, I, I don't know, you know, like, what are we going to do for next week? And we're thinking and we're thinking and you just start looking through your phone Rolodex and you're like, who do yeah, I have here? And nothing. boom, 
phone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And all of a sudden, boom, Bull Buchanan pops up. And dude, I'm stoked. I've done my research, as everyone knows. Yeah. Do my research. And sure enough, I'm excited to talk to Mr. Bull Since Buchanan. This time I've seen him, he's, he's a different dude. So I got lots of questions. You know me. <laughs> my, uh, my, my, my love of true crime and cops and stuff like that. So yeah. yeah. So we will be back in just a what? couple of minutes to me one minute two minutes i don't know you had it you tell me but we'll be back here in just a minute and we're talking to bull you can hey folks to get your official live and in color with wolfie d merchandise go to pro forward slash live wolfie d check it out If you're listening to Live and in Color with Wolfie D on Apple Podcast and like what you're hearing, go ahead and leave a five-star rating. And while you're at it, write a review. Tell us what you liked. Tell us what you'd like to hear in the future. It's very important to us and always appreciated. Thanks again. All right, we are back. And as promised, I say that one too loud. I'm starting to catch my my words, Jimmy. Uh, but as <laughs> promised, as advertised, we got one of my old friends. Uh, haven't seen him and talked to him in such a long time, and things have definitely changed. Now, before I introduce him, I want to go through something here real quick, Jimmy, with you. And okay. I know he's listening right now, but don't chime in, Bull. You get to sit right there. Just hang on just a second. <laughs> so, Jimmy, you know I'm, I'm pretty much a huge mark for uh, cops and on patrol live and and all that stuff. I love that stuff. Love watching. Yeah, that. of course. And so yeah. we know that our guest is he's he's a deputy, I believe, still. Uh, I think so. So what I need to know from him before we get started on this now is is anybody I know he's saying a lot of shit, shit that I wasn't involved in. Maybe some shit that I was, but I know he's in the wrestling <laughs> business. He's saying a lot of shit. So. Bull Buchanan, can you put your right arm in the air and say, I promise I'm not going to tell on nobody and get him arrested, Wolfie? <laughs> I promise I'm off duty. Anything <laughs> included, uh, including about me, uh, never goes any further than here. <laughs> What's the statute of limitations? <laughs> it's Bull, way, way past. How in yeah. the hell are you, man? Oh, man, I'm great. I'm great. Uh, just I'm still living the dream, I guess. Uh, yeah. Hey man, I seen a, uh, I saw like a quote or something uh, that you put that like you lived your first dream, which was wrestling, and now you're living your second, man. So this means a lot to you. And I mean, I guess go into it because I really don't. I kind of heard that you did this, but I just really looked it up. And so this is your second dream, and 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 what does this mean to you? And and, and tell me about that part of it. Yeah. Well. So. Um, when I was in college, uh, I, I had a roommate that was, uh, he knew the, one of the nearby County sheriffs and, uh, we would always talk about it, you know, yeah, we'll get out of college, you know, but I, you know, I wanted to wrestle. That was, uh, all yeah. I ever really wanted to do, but we talked about it and, you know, I, I'm be totally honest with you. Mm-hmm. I just recorded it where I could watch it again the other night. But when I watched the wrestler, the movie with uh, Mickey Rourke, yeah, I watched yeah. that when it came out. And uh, I thought to myself, God, man, I don't want that to be me, you know, yeah. because yeah. because you see that a lot. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Uh, I started thinking about, well, you know, 
what could I do from here? I, I had a couple of little small business, but no, you know, nothing huge. Yeah. Um, but I got to thinking about it and I, I went back and, you know, thought, man, you know, I used to want to do that. So I just, uh, it's here where I live, where I've grown up my whole life. Uh, I knew the sheriff, I knew the chief, I knew mm-hmm. most of the people that already worked there. So, right. You know, it's, and I, I, I think and, that's a, when I watch those shows too, I feel like that's a huge advantage uh, for the, the officers that know the community, you know, do you, I, I guess you agree with that, right? Oh yeah. 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 I do. Yeah. Cause you know, people and, and you know, shit, your ass, man, you're, you're legitimate. What? Six, seven, 300. Yeah. I used to be, <laughs> I think I've shrunk a couple of inches and, and, and lost some weight, but okay. Well, yeah. Okay, so we'll call you six five two seventy five. Yeah, is that good? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. that sounds like a that sounds like a lean, mean monster. And also on on patrol, I don't know if you've seen him, man. There's this uh, this black cop on there, man. And this oh, dude yeah. is like super jack. I don't know if he's bigger than you, your size, whatever. But I mean, you, when you walk up on somebody, especially with all your stuff on. It's got to they be like, I mean, unless they're ready for a gunfight, they're going to be like, oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, no. I, I, I you know, I, I'd be stupid to think that, that it didn't. Um, yeah. But you, you you wouldn't believe it. There's always somebody out there, you know, willing to try. All right. Good. So before, and I promise the listeners, I know this is a wrestling podcast, but let me have <laughs> my moment, please. Let me have my moment. <laughs> so here's what I want to know from you. Give me your best, like, Cause man, we've seen some crazy stuff and I don't mean like, I don't want to hear nothing, you know, morbid or anything like that, but just what's the craziest like cop story you got so far? Oh God. That you could say, um, and you can, we can edit so you can think for a minute. But. Um, no, I, I, you know, I know what it is. Uh, I, I, I'm right off the bat. I know what it is. And, and this okay. is not even like, a you know, the, the most serious stuff I've been in. Right. Right. Um, this was this was just more like a uh, a comical, you know. I, I can't yeah. believe this moment. Okay. So, right. Uh, right after I got on patrol, I was riding with my FTO, mm-hmm. who's a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And what does uh, FTO stand for? Uh, field training officer. All right. Yeah, you, you, know, you basically, pull, yeah. Before they let you go, you got to ride with somebody for a while, and then gotcha. you know, make sure it's not crazy or anything. Yeah. So, uh, but we've been joking all week about. I can't remember the dog movie now, but. Uh, uh, so we're the two cops and where they're, they're, they're sliding sideways and one throws the door open and says slingshot and he just, you know, slings him out and he, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, so, and we're actually in Bowden, my hometown, uh-huh. you know, so, uh, we spot this guy that's got some warrants on him mm-hmm. and I knew him from high school. Yeah. As soon as he sees us, he takes off. And, yeah. uh, make a long story short, the, the guys riding with, uh, my FTO, he, he, uh, we get in some grass and he slides it sideways and he yells slingshot. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just automatically, I didn't, I didn't think he was joking. Yeah. I flung the door open and jumped what? out and never, and, and never uh, lost a beat. I think what? actually, you know, like shoved me forward and gave me a little more speed because I caught oh up to God. him. I caught up you to him and I started yelling out of at the him. Car? Yeah. Yeah, and then, oh, okay. I did it. Okay, you got to describe in slow motion this because I, I. What movie is that? I, I remember the scene. I can't, I can't remember it. Do you uh, know Jimmy? 
is it like the other guys maybe with Will Ferrell, yeah. Mark Wahlberg? Yes, yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so yeah, we got yeah. the other guys. <laughs> this yeah. is great. This is great. All right. So you shoot out the door. Was I mean, did you launch and go like head first into a roll or how'd you come out of there? No, no. I I just throwed my feet out and somehow I don't know how I did it. It's uh <laughs> you know, I, I'll feet never first. figure it out. Feet and I didn't first. even yes, and I didn't even mean <laughs> to do it that way. It's just kinda I just said, What the hell? Oh, Swung the door open and jumped. <laughs> And That's I hit, landed on my feet and, and, and took off running after this guy. <laughs> and I'm looking, I'm looking as we're running, as we're running, I'm looking and there's school buses going by, not <laughs> 200 feet from us. And the kids are looking out the school bus like, holy shit. Oh my God. <laughs> this this is awesome. We're running Superman. through people's backyards and <laughs> through people's backyards. This guy, there was a fence and, and, and it was actually in my uh, old, uh, chemistry teacher's backyard. Oh my God. He had a fence up around his pool. Yeah. And he jumped the fence and I jumped right after him. Yeah. Yeah. You you didn't and just truck it and go through it. No, uh, <laughs> I'd had enough of that for one day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, after, after I figured out what happened, I had to sit down for a minute cause I couldn't believe I actually tell me there thing. was body we cam footage on this. <laughs> no, no. No, okay. <laughs> not a bit. That'd be awesome. Uh, but yeah, I finally caught him over there and, uh, uh, you know, it all wound up and I was like, what the hell, man? What? It's me. Right. You know, yeah. I, I'm still thinking, you know, uh, but it, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, that was like third day on the job. Wow. Are you serious? Oh yeah. That man, I guarantee what the guy that was driving. Okay. So after the fact, was he like, dude, I was <laughs> just fucking kidding. <laughs> yeah. He said, hell man. I, he said, I know you was actually going to do it. I, like, I thought you said do it. How <laughs> fast, know, how to, fast yeah. was he going? How fast do you think he was going when you bailed? Oh God. I don't know. Well, I mean, he had already slid it sideways. So we were grinding to a stop. It was on okay. grass though. So it still had yeah, a little yeah. speed to it. You know? Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't but, care. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm saying y'all were doing uh 40 is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. We been. <laughs> I can see it in my head. That's awesome. Holy that is cow. the best story, man. Well, that wraps it up, man. Fuck. The <laughs> this is awesome. I know, right? <laughs> <Top hat. laughs> All right. So, Jimmy, <laughs> since I went on that rant with, with cops and stuff, I'm going to let you uh, bring us back here. Okay, okay. So I'm tagging I, you I, in. I need you to grab a hold. I got you. I got you, brother. <laughs> well, I'll bring you back in for the hot tag in a minute. All right. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so you started in 95, and then you immediately – well, you didn't immediately, but then you eventually worked your way to Smoky Mountain. Tell us a little bit about that, like the process getting to Smoky Mountain. Well, see, I actually start – I actually – uh, started in 92. I, every time oh, I 92. see that somewhere, it's, okay. it, no, no, no. That's what I think. I think everybody thinks that I started in Smoky Mountain. Got it. But okay. I actually had, had started a couple of years before that. I just, uh, I trained down here in Georgia with a guy named James Hammonds and, uh, okay. he'd been trained by. Hey, Island. real quick, real quick. Yeah. This is me. I, I, I call it in the ring, man. Uh, dude. Okay. So I looked this up. Tell me, am I looking at the right person? This guy had three matches and trained you or was it a different Jim Hammonds? This, this, I looked this guy up and it said three TNA matches and I went, what? Oh no, 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 no. He never got that far. Uh, well, there's okay. some guy named James Hammonds that did <laughs> <laughs> and had three matches. One was on pay-per-view, but anyway, go ahead. 
Holy shit. Well, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, but he was trained by Ted Allen, who trained uh, Big Boss nice. Man. And, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, so uh, I got in got in with those guys and started working locally. And I don't know, Wolf, you may remember this. Uh, uh, I don't know, but, uh, you know, when I was growing up in Georgia, Joe, a guy named Joe Petticino had a wrestling block on Saturday nights. He's talking mm-hmm. Joe Petticino, wrestling. yeah. Yeah, I did, yeah. yeah. And this thing went from, like, damn, 6 o'clock on Saturday evening all the way to like two o'clock on Sunday morning, yeah. And and it had everybody. It had Memphis. It had uh, world class. It had it had every tor- territory out there. Plus a WWF yeah. show, and plus a, I think a WCW show or NWF. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. Uh, at the time, I think Deep South was the after after Vince came in and bought uh, you know the the uh, Black Sunday or Black Saturday, whatever it is. Right. And when right. he bought it, when, when I think only, and then I, I'm sorry, I'm going back. Uh, it's okay, yeah. In history here, too far, but yeah. Uh, only and them had, had uh, started up a new promotion. I think it was on Channel 46. You know, like uh, uh, Championship Wrestling from Georgia or something like that. Yeah, yeah. This had and it progressively gotten a little, little smaller and a little smaller, a little smaller. Mm-hmm. Well, I wound up on the like the very last, the smallest rung of the ladder. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it was just barely okay. hanging on, but. It still had that block, and it had Memphis. Smoke now it, uh, in '92, it had Smoky Mountain, Memphis, and then North Georgia Wrestling, which was what was left of actually Georgia Championship Wrestling in the day. It, you know, oh, it just kind of okay. gets grew smaller and smaller. You know, it was yeah. deep south for a while, and then it went to North Georgia Wrestling. Well, I got in with those guys, yeah. and uh, uh, Smoky Mountain would come to Todd County Civic Center okay, once yeah. uh, once every six months or so. And since Jimmy already had the connection with WWF, he would bring a W. They would let him have a match. Randy Savage was down there one time. Luger was down there one time. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, Kurt, uh, Mr. Perfect was down there. You know. Yeah. So yeah. his thing drew pretty good, and it was a Smoke Mountain show with usually like one WWF match was the big draw. But right. they would give North like Georgia wrestling on at the same time. Yeah. 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 But uh, they would uh, they would give North Georgia wrestling. A match on there for because we helped promote it on the TV down there in Georgia, you know, because Corny was trying to get down into Georgia, he was trying to get out into Carolinas, you know, uh, to grow his his product, whatever. Anyway, yeah. I finally get on that, and, and Cornette sees me, and I had been uh, I had been friends with New Jack and Mustafa. Oh. We had, uh, they were down there at the same time, and you know, I got to know them, and I got to know all the Armstrongs and Ricky and Robert and all those guys. So. Well, shit, you had Jack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, There's no doubt. So when, so when they came down, it was my turn. I was working a guy named Lee Thomas, a great worker. Great worker, had a good look. He could do anything. So yeah. we went out there and just pulled out every damn thing we had. Yeah. Jimmy came out and watched the match, and he saw me do the leg drop, you know, like Bobby uh, did. Oh. Oh, and yeah, uh, nice. I think that's what really got me over with him. But he told me, he said, hey, you know, uh, he said, I really don't have a spot right now, but I keep you in mind. So I kept working, kept working. About mm, three, four months later, I get a call from him. Says, "Hey, I got an idea for you. Come up here to Smoke Mountain." And uh, you know, that's how I got up there. And I was his, uh, yeah. I was his bodyguard. Yeah, part of the militia. I remember that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cornet's yeah. militia. Yep. <laughs> and then another question, and this is going to tie into Wolfie D. So this is, I'm basically just bringing it up, and Wolfie D is going to yeah, finish yeah. it because you lead into working the eliminators, which I want to hear y'all talk about this real quick because Wolfie and and Jamie had a great great time working with the eliminators too, but you actually worked them in ECW. How was that, man? 
Oh, it was a, uh, you know what? Um, cause you know, Smoky Mountain, it, Smoky Mountain shut down. So, uh, yeah. me and a guy named Billy Black, he used to wrestle over in Japan with a guy named Joel Deaton. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Uh, Paul Lee, you know, this was when the tape traders were getting big. Yeah. Everybody started okay. trading tapes. And so the wrestling, you know, was growing and people over here were seeing stuff in Japan. They'd never seen. Yeah. So right. they want, so right. he's going to bring Joel and, uh, Billy Black in, but mm-hmm. Joel wasn't available. He was out of pocket. He wasn't available. So Billy said, I got somebody to bring. He called me and asked me if I wanted to go. And I was like, are you kidding, man? Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, of course I did. Cause that's, you know, that's where everybody, especially guys our age, yeah, you know, just right. kind of getting in the business, you know, and still young and stuff didn't hurt. And, you know, yeah. Yeah. love the, the lifestyle. If, if you know what I mean, uh, right, right. Mm-hmm. That, that was a great place for them. So, uh, yeah, we went up there and, uh, I, I can't remember if, if we weren't, uh, either Ian or Axel, I can't remember which one it was mm-hmm. on a house show. Uh, it was a two on one match. It was just something throw together. Uh, I think it's part yeah. of the show up or something. Anyway, so we get to the uh, TV that Saturday night and we're mm-hmm. the Eliminators. And, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, you know, I, I knew it was going to be tight, but, you know, hell, that's <laughs> kind of the way me and Billy worked anyway. But, yeah. no, uh, yeah. but I, rem- I remember, uh, I remember uh, on, uh, when Paul Lee hadn't seen me. Yeah. You know, Paul Lee hadn't seen me yet. Well, okay. when I got there and after we did that little little thing with uh, Axel, I think it was. Uh-huh. Uh, Paul, Paul sent Scorpio out and Scorpio told him, say, Hey, I don't want you bumping too much. You know, he's got, he's got an idea for you. He don't want you bumping too much. So we get there to Saturday night and, uh, we're sitting there talking to the match and everything's real cool, you know, but yeah. we're talking to the match and, and Billy says, <laughs> Billy says, uh, Hey, they don't want him bumping a whole lot. <laughs> and Perry smiled, you know, it's kind of, oh, yeah, everybody bumps hey, around hey, here. Real quick, real quick. <laughs> I, I kind of got lost. It might be me. Billy. When you say Billy, Billy, who's Billy? Black. Billy Black. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Billy Black. I think he worked up there for Corny a little bit. Okay. But, uh, okay. But yeah, no, we got the match, and, and I did. I absolutely everything I could do, and even tried some shit I wasn't even sure I could pull off. Yeah. I mean, it was just you know go for broke. I you know, I was skinny and cat. You know, and I'm six. You know, really was about six seven. You know, about three oh five. Yeah. I'm skinny. Yeah. I'm jumping off top rope. Damn elbow drops and just you damn. know flying around like a damn cruiserweight. Yeah, but uh, but yo, know, I mean, I you know, I mean, you know what it was. Uh, yeah, I mean, man. We, the we, the thing is, Jimmy was getting at though the eliminators, man. When when me and Jamie, like, we got our little uh, debut small guy heel ha ha gimmick yeah. break in Memphis, right? And so with that, right. then we went to Mexico, did that for a little bit, and then when we came back. That's when Randy Hales had the book and gave us the push. Well, the first team that we faced when we came back was the Eliminators, and they were fresh out of Japan, stiffer oh, and greener than fuck, <laughs> and wanted to get all their shit in. And uh, <laughs> they wanted to. I mean, they were going to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, and, yeah. Uh, man, what athletic, cockstrong son of the bitches both of them were. And they were beating the shit out of us, man. Beating the shit out of us. <laughs> and I begged. I mean, after, I don't know, a couple of months, I begged. And the, the listeners have heard me say this a hundred times. But uh, I begged to get out of that angle. And I went to Randy and I got him to hire <laughs> uh, Mephisto and Dante. Because they were, they were guys that I knew. And 
I knew they'd take care of me a little bit. So we got them to come in on the angle after that. But yeah, I wrestled, you know, of course, Cronus died. Uh, well, first me and Jamie went up to ECW and wrestled yeah. and they were a lot crisper then, a lot safer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Then later on in TNA, I worked Perry. Cronus had passed and I worked Perry a lot in TNA and, you know, absolute professional yeah. cool dude and I, I hate what's happened to him uh i wish i could talk to him oh so yeah yeah anybody's got any contact out there listening let me know but uh yeah that's what he was getting at. i just thought they were god they were stiff man yeah <laughs> oh they they, they they were but you know like, like i said i think but you know by the time they got the ecw because uh you know well, i mean i remember it being being sti- you know snug but you know wasn't yeah. nothing crazier Let's talk about Memphis, man. So you, you get into yeah. Memphis and whatnot. Um, I guess, how'd you get there? And then see, because I don't think, me and you really didn't, like, we knew each other. We wrestled each other a few times, whatever. But we didn't hang out or nothing. Who'd you hang with up there? Was it was it uh, Bullfrog Brains? And yeah. Billy no, John? No, actually, actually, <laughs> uh, actually uh, he, never, he never got out there when I was there. Who's um, that? Uh, Bulldog Brains. Oh really? Okay, I thought he was there when you. Yeah, he came after I did. Uh, oh, yeah, I, he came with me a few times because I was trying to get him a you know job. And out there. folks, we're talking about Bulldog Reigns. That yeah. was just Billy Travis's way of. He used to like to mess everybody's name up, and that was Bullfrog <laughs> <Yeah>. Reigns. <laughs> yep. Uh, but uh, you know, first time. Well, the first time I came out there after I after I got signed with uh, with uh, New York. Yeah. The first time I came out there, uh, I came out there as Punisher because I really yeah. didn't. Have, you know, they was just like, okay, you know, what, what you want to do? And I was like, yeah. uh, well, I was Punisher, smoked them out, and I just. But yeah, you know, I mean, I've always, I've always wanted to. Uh, you know, I play, I played all these different characters, and all of them wear some kind of suit or jeans. Yeah. Or, you know, and I really it's always foreshadowing, to, bro. You end up being a cop. You had to have some kind of uniform. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I just always wanted to come out there in trunks and uh, you know, some knee pads. So that's what yeah. I did out there. But uh, Dwayne Johnson and Bart Sawyer, yeah, both came out there. We all three signed at about the same time, yeah. and I think I got there like a week or two after they did because they had already had the tag belts, I believe. Because yeah. my first day there, me and Tony, me and uh, Tony Falk worked uh, worked him and Bart on TV. Uh-huh. So we kind of, you know, got uh, got to know each other. So we were kind of, I guess you'd say, you know, hanging out back in on yeah. that run. Uh, and we, you know, we'd make a lot of trips together. You know, down my them Louisville trips, man. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. you know better than anybody. No. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we'd use a, but you know, different people would jump in with us, like, uh, 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 Brian Christopher, he'd jump in with us. Uh, yeah. Brick House would jump in. You got with a good, us. uh, just any good Memphis road trip story or just something that was funny in Memphis that you remember? Oh, God. Yes. Yes. Right. So me, me and, and, and Dwayne John, The Rock, ever, yeah. uh, and Bart Sawyer and Brick House Brown had jumped in with us. What uh-huh. a crew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so we get up there, you know, do show. We're on the way back. We had done got through Nashville. We was done on the home stretch there coming toward Memphis. Yeah. And Rocky is sitting uh, Rocky and Bart sitting in front, me and Brick are sitting in the back. Mm-hmm. I see Rocky kind of start turning up his nose like, oh, oh, what is that? <laughs> and Brick's sitting back there and I see him because he's right behind him, you know, now oh, he's feeling it, you know. <laughs> and and now and now Bart, you know, is like, what the hell is that? 
I already and know. <laughs> Rocky, t- <laughs> <laughs> Rocky turns around and says, did everybody take a shower before we left Louisville Garden? <laughs> like, yeah, now I'm smelling it, you know? And yeah, all of a yeah. sudden, Bart just arches his back, like one of those horror movies where they're walking oh. backwards on their tiptoes. He bows his back up and says, ah, starts screaming. Uh, what well, a damn, I guess a stink, one of those, you know what I'm talking about, a stink bug. Yeah. Yes, yes. One of those stink bugs had got down his shirt and bit Bart's shirt and then did its thing. And, and it was like a skunk in the car. Oh, my God. We had to stop, get out of the car, let the car fumigate. Everybody had to apologize to Bart because we, you know, hell, we thought, you know, he just hadn't washed his, you know, yeah. in a while. Man. So we all had to apologize to Bart. I'm going to tell you two funny things right here when you say that story, because first of all, I have never smelt a stink bug. I know what they are. I've killed a bunch of them. I put them in a paper towel and I flush them down the toilet. Never smelled one. Yeah. So I don't even know what that smells like. But where I thought you was going on that story, and God rest his soul, he was one of my best friends, man. I love Brickhouse Brown. But there was a time (laughs) I thought you were just going to say that it was him because, (laughs) man, I would wrestle him, and you couldn't wash that shit off with Ajax, man. And uh, (laughs) it was to the point, I swear to God, I love him to death. Uh, you know, God rest him. But man, there was a point where we had to go to uh, Randy and be like, "Man, somebody's gonna say something to Brick, man." <laughs> he, I swear to God, true story. I said, "Somebody's gotta say something." And we were working with him and the gambler. I said, "Somebody's gotta say something, man." I mean, I, he's my friend. I don't want to say, you know. And so uh, uh, they did, but it was he. He come back and said somebody he was taking garlic pills, and that's what the fuck it smelled like was garlic pills and butthole, and uh, it was bad. It was bad, yeah. but it, it was garlic pills. But yeah, how many times you ever work somebody like you and you wrestling Georgia, me in Tennessee, and I've done Georgia too. Some of those outlaw guys, man, you wrestle them, they came straight from work where they've been out in the heat. Oh, yeah. And, and oh, switch yeah. clothes and come out in the ring with you, and you they ain't got no showers in the building, and you got to ride home smelling that motherfucker the whole way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they, just, they just got all 12 hours at feed meal. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, ain't that oh, terrible? Yeah. <laughs> hey, tell me. All right. Go. I know he went to Japan. Let's hear some Japan stuff, Jimmy. I know you got some dates or something, right? Oh, I mean, well, basically, I mean, he, he had WWF, MCW, WWF. Then he makes it to All Japan where he joins a stable RO. OD. Tell us about that ROD stable. ROD. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, me and, uh, Mike Awesome got let go and he was already over there. And, uh, uh, Jerry to wall from, uh, uh, WCW big guy, like, you know, six, eight. So yeah. sweet yeah. guy, he was already yeah. over there. So Takamichi Noku, who had also, le- I think he just left on his own. He, he got fed up with it and took yeah. off. But uh, he was working for All Japan, and he was one of, you know, he's kind of in with Muda, who was uh, on the company mm. now. This was made after Mr. Baba died. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Taka re- kind of remembered the people, I guess, you know, that looked out for him when he was in New York, because everybody didn't, you know. Um, but he basically said, hey, I, you know, he, he turned him heel, and he cut a big promo, like, you know, at Tokyo Dome or something, and said, hey, mm-hmm. um, all my friends ain't from Japan. I got friends in other places, and you about to see them. So he starts bringing us in. Uh, Me and yeah. D-Lo get there. Me and D-Lo get there, and uh, they're so proud. They bring out a box. They say, okay, we have you T-shirts. And we're like, hell, yeah, we can hit down ground running. <laughs> yeah. I pull out this T-shirt, and, it, and let's see, what was it? Uh, it was ragged. 
R A G D. <laughs> Rough, roughly aggressive, dangerous group or some shit like that. And we looked at them like, we're going to be ragged. <laughs> so we we kind of we talked about it as a group, and we were like, we ain't, ain't going to be damn ragged. Nah, so we go back right. to them, and, and it was a it was a uh, it's basically a, a, a what lost in translation. Yeah, you know. Yeah, well, they say exactly. stuff ain't the way we would say. So, exactly. You know, so they, they came back to us, yeah, and said, uh, well, do you have any ideas? And we were like, well, what about, you know, if you want to use like rough, aggressive, whatever it was, you know, <laughs> well, what about ROD? That sounds a little better, you know? Uh-huh. And they're like, okay, great idea. Let's do it. So it, uh, me and D-Lo came, yeah. and then uh, Eki, Umaga, yeah. Umaga uh, yeah. and uh, PJ, uh, just incredible. From East, oh, yeah, just incredible. Yeah, he yeah. came. And it, it was uh, seven at one time. He was called. Yeah, yeah. He, he was our yeah. third guy. Um. Uh, so uh, we were all over his group, and then like first right out of the gate, me and Mike are tag team, which I was you know stoked because I was a big Mike awesome fan. Oh anyway. yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we were tag team right first night right off. He German suplexes a guy, and the guy lands on his face and crushes his orbital socket. Oh, so he's dude. out. Oh, and man. then um, Jerry Toot, um, he, you know, he he he'd had uh, he'd had some problems in the past, and uh, he had a heart attack on the last last night of the uh, of the tour. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it, and, and PJ didn't come back. So it wound up being me, D'Lo, uh, Taco was the leader. It was me, D'Lo, Enki. Uh, and, uh, there was a guy already over there named Tao Kel. He's yeah. a pretty big star in all Japan when Mr. Bob owned it. And, uh, and he, he had stayed because, you know, uh, for the people that don't know the story, uh, after Mr. Baba died, uh, there was a big fight between Mrs. Baba who actually owned the company now. And, uh, Masawa, who was you know, basically the booker. Masawa right. took, uh, yeah, Masawa took everybody and left. And I, when I say everybody, I mean, everybody, like, even like the ring boys. Yeah. He took everybody and left. There was like three or four people that stayed. Kel was one of them. Yeah. So uh, it wound up being us four. And uh, we we started out as heels. But, you know, I think, I just think whatever we were doing, it was cool to the Japanese fans. And so yeah. they, you know, it, they kind of, we just kind of turned ourselves face. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we had a good run there. Uh, once we turned face, they had to bring in some heels for us. So, uh um, they brought in, uh, I can't, I'm, you know, horrible with the names. I can't remember yeah, the yeah. names, but, uh, um, Albert came a Matt, uh, uh, down in NXT. Yeah. Now he came in with them. Johnny yeah. Stamboli came in with them. Uh, Chuck Palumbo came in there with them. Cause all, you know, all these guys had got released in the, in yeah. the meantime. And so all big guys you know, we, do, man. See, that's it. Oh Yeah. I was in that middle range, man. I could work with you big guys, and I could catch the little guys and do their shit. But I was in that middle range, man. You know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah, but yeah, I mean, you know, really, that's, that's <laughs> a perfect. That's a perfect spot. Can you work I mean, with everybody? It is now it is now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember yeah. in the in the early nineties into into probably ninety five, man. It was like you know we went up uh, again. To the listeners, I told this story, but I'm telling you, we went up there in 95 for two matches. 
got a win over some job guys and then uh, had a match with the Smoking Guns for the titles in a two-segment match as the USWA yeah. Tag Team Champions. Cut great promos, but guess what? They're too small. Mm. That was when they yeah. had reinforced rings for Yoko and all them huge guys yeah. that were up there breaking rings. And we were too, man, we look like midgets compared to Billy and Bart. Holy <laughs> shit, man. I mean, I'm not that, you know, I, I, I gained some weight since then and obviously pressing now, but you know what I mean. Uh, but back then, man, hell, I was 20 years old, man. Oh, they're too small. They're too small. But, yeah. 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 Let's take a quick time out and get a word from one of my dope-ass sponsors, and we'll be right back with more Live and in Color with Wolfie D. This is Steve Bowtie Bryant here. Back in the 90s, I was a pro wrestling photographer for the South, and I released what might have been one of the original sets of empty trading cards. I ran across some of these original sets. They were up in Randall Fanning's attic all this time. PG-13 rookie card, Ricky Morton, George Weingroff as the Sheep, Chris Champion, Reno Riggins, Billy Montana, Gary Valiant, the Scorpion, the Medic, Rick Reynolds, Jeff Daniels, Mephisto and Dante, Ben Jordan, Steve Neely, Marcus Woodrow, Clinton Charisma, Little Farmer John. If you'd like an opportunity to get these cards, contact me now. You can get them for only $49.99. Contact me at Steve Bowtie Bryant at iCloud.com. Get your set now while supplies last. Hey folks, this is Wolfie D here. And if you are looking to buy or sell a home in Tennessee or Southern Kentucky, you're gonna wanna call my buddy, the rock star realtor, Benji Bowie. And you say, Wolfie, how do I get in touch with this rock star? Well, you can call him directly at 615-390-8216. You can go to his website, BowieHomes.com. That's B-U-I-E Homes.com. Or you can email him at BenBowie34 at gmail.com. When you need a home, you need the Rockstar Realtor. Benji is a member of Exit Realty's Garden Gate team in Gallatin, Tennessee. Here's what I want to know now. We got to get to everybody's got a, a Japan story of uh, the a young boy tried to get cocky or I had to show this son of a bitch that the Americans don't take this shit though. And you're a big ass. I'm pretty sure they tested you. So give me give me one of them. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Oh Lord. So me and me and more Dilo figured out. Oh no. It, well, it, well. <laughs> uh, so so Delo called me up after he got released, and we were talking, and uh, we were both. That's where we want both get to, and uh, we both got to call. Hey, we want y'all to come over, and it, I think the first tour we did was in October. So we were talking back and forth on France because we'd known each other ever, ever since Smoky Mountain. Yeah. yeah. So he said, "You know they're going to try us when we get off plane." I said, "Yeah, I figured." He said, "You know, well, you know." just light them up and, you know, they won't be doing it long. So we kind of <laughs> already agreed when we, you know, got off playing. Sure enough, you know, first night in, uh, they give us some, uh, not green guys, but, uh, you know, kind of the middle of the road guys that, yeah. you know, a are pissed off cause they're, they be Dundee. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> uh, you know, they're, they're, they're pissed off for, you know, whatever, cause they're not top yeah. of the card. But, uh, yeah. so yeah, uh, we got out there and right out of the gate, uh, Damn, uh, one of them hit D-Lo with a forearm pretty stiff, and he yeah. come back with a damn. I mean, he came from left field with one. 
<laughs> and so after that, we just, you know, he looked at me and I was like, you know, he gave me the Iggy and I said, all right, here we go. So we just got in there and beat the shit out of him. Yeah. You know, just, I mean, really. And, and yeah. then we didn't let up. We didn't let up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we would do We started doing it every night. So we get all okay. Are we talking? The the, let me ask this. I mean, ask, are we talking stiff in good places, just really stiff, or are we talking stiff in wherever the fuck it lands? No, no. We don't. You know, we didn't break nobody, no noses, nothing like that. Yeah. But as far yeah. as like lighting people up, oh yeah, we started lighting them up. I got uh, you. You know, but so we go through the whole tour. We get back around to the final night, mm-hmm. and it's me and D'Lo against Muda and a guy named Marashi yeah. uh, was his partner, and they had tag belts. And this was, I believe it. Yeah, this was Budokan, I think. I don't think it was Tokyo Dome. Mm-hmm. So uh, we get around to that, and we go sit down with uh, with Muda. You know, you go sit down. You know, we're going to talk about, you know, what we're going to do. And uh, Muda says, uh, he's, he's, he's so Muda, Muda is one of the coolest dudes I've ever met. Yeah. You know, uh, in the ring and out of the ring. I mean, even though he uh, was our boss, you know, we, we had a lot of respect yeah. for him and everything. But, you know, he just, I don't know. An incredible. He was one of my favorites. Yes. Good, man. Well, he, you know, he's like a god over in Japan. So oh, he had like an entourage that traveled with him, you know, the young yeah, boys man. and people to do this for him, too, to do, you know. Anyway, so we sat down with him. He's sitting there smoking a cigarette, you know, just cool as can be. They're taping their legs up. Says, Can you see that? Says, that? That's funny to me when I when I think of that. Did it come out as yeah, green yeah. mist? As the, did did, the yeah, did he blow out yeah. green smoke? <laughs> yeah, no, he just it went from Salem. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, North Carolina, right? right. Yeah, he's uh, yeah. but the young boys are down there. You know, one one on each side. They're taping his knees up because his knees were shot. I yeah. mean, they tape, had to tape him up to keep him straight where he could work. He said wow. he takes a puff off his cigarette and he says, he says, you know. I like American style, easy. <laughs> me know I like Japanese stiff style. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, me and Dilo walked out and said, "Okay, so the boss don't he wants us to calm down a little bit, at least for uh, him." Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So we go out there yeah. and we had a very American match. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> no Brody, no Hanson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, not that night. And you know, yeah. I mean, if you watch it, you know, I've watched it back now. You know, when, when there was a big difference when Hanson was hitting some of those guys and when he was hitting Mr. Baba. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we yeah. all know that in the business. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. sometimes, man, and I don't remember if you were there quick enough before it stopped being, you know, there was a point kind of in the mid, the early 90s still had job guys, but then about yeah. 95 and on, you didn't have it anymore. And, right, right. And, and so, like, early 90s like memphis tv had the worst enhancement talent job guys carpenters whatever you want to call it you literally (laughs) they would make you mad but you know you're on tv you literally had to do the moves to him i think it made me a better wrestler i can legit arm drag somebody i can't you know what i'm saying (laughs) oh yeah 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 Yeah. sometimes you just gotta walk them through it man yeah so give me a cool japan nightlife story oh dude Oh man, yeah. <laughs> we, uh, oh God, let me see well, which one I can. I which one we can uh, talk yeah. about on there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, man. Uh, well, I, I, I tell you, um, we uh, we found out pretty quick that, uh, and we'd always heard, you know, that the the Yakuza had a hand in wrestling. I think one time it did. I don't think I don't know if it was as much as now as it was then. As right. but, Say that again. I the Yakuza. That. I'm sorry. 
like the mob. Oh, yeah, yeah, the mob. Uh, and, and, yeah. But, the Japanese mob. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Yokozuna. Yeah. Gotcha. They, they, they loved wrestling, and they yeah. loved us. So yeah. every town we would go to, there would be a, uh, there would be a, uh, you know, whoever the, the boss of that town was, you know, he's yeah. a big shindig for us. And it was yep. always all you can eat, you know, go out. The the deal over in Japan is go out to eat first. Yeah. Then you go, then you go gamble, go to the pachinko bar or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then they take you to whatever, you know, nightlife or nightclub or whatever, you know, you want to go. Whatever to. you're into. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but yeah, the, the, the bosses loved us. So every town we would go to, you know, they would invite us out. You know, so one night we were in this town, and uh, Taka told us just as we were pulling in the bus, you know, Taka said, okay, guys, tonight we have a good sponsor. Boss, uh, take everybody out. So we go back to the hotel, get a shower, get ready. They'll be there and pick us up, and we'll go. So like, cool, you know, we're hooked up. Well, we go out and do the show, do the match. We get in the bus. Everybody's sitting on the bus. And I want to say it was still kind of, you know, uh, warm outside. Uh, yeah. Because I had a couple, a couple of the windows rolled. Well, we hear something in the – now, and mind you, this is Japan. People yeah. don't own guns. People don't, you know mm-hmm. – uh, if there's one murder a year, it's big news because that kind of stuff just don't happen. Right. right. So uh, we hear pop, 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 and – we thought it was fireworks because, you know, you just don't hear that in Japan. So, oh, somebody mm-hmm. you know, lit off some fireworks. Well, everybody's still getting on loading up the bus. Taka's in the back. Taka's phone rings. It's about 30 minutes later. Taka's phone rings. Oh. Uh. <laughs> okay. Taka walks to the front of the bus, says, okay, guys, dinner canceled. And we're like, what? What the? You know, we're all, yeah. what the hell? Come on. Oh, you know, throwing stuff at you know, he's like, no, no, maybe uh, boss die. Oh, man. Like, huh? Yeah. So what had happened, the pop, pop, pop we heard was on the other side of the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Apparently, this boss had a beef with a, another boss. So oh, they man. come and took him out right there in, in the middle of the damn parking lot. Dang. Wow. <laughs> so then, Taka, yeah. Yeah. You know, Taka explains this to us. Yeah. You know, he says, okay, this is what happened. That was, and we're like, why the hell are we still sitting here? Let's go. <laughs> so yeah. we get on the road and, and first they're like, okay, you know, uh, I said, think this is when you decided for sure you wanted to be a cop. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> but they're like, okay, we can uh, stay in this town. And we're like, no, hell no. We're not staying in this. It was like, okay, maybe we drive back to Tokyo tonight, which was like a six-hour drive. And yeah. we're like, let's go, you know. Hell. <laughs> well, then come, they come back and said, uh, okay, we stay here tonight. We're like, no. And like, yeah. it's okay. You know, uh, apparently, they, apparently somebody knew because I guess this other boss liked us. Yeah. So, you know, they, they sent the word that, hey, don't worry. You guys are fine. This was between us, you know, this guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they, they, so we wind up staying in that town, and I mean, we're like, you know, paranoid. Looking uh, over yeah. your shoulder. Did you have uh, a good night's yeah. sleep or one eye open? No, <laughs> no. Tight? So, so before we, <laughs> before we, you know, like I say, it was four of us: me, Eki, uh, Kea, and uh, Dilo. 
uh, when we got to the room, we had to get together and, uh, and, um, you know, have something to calm our nerves down. Mm -hmm. So we did that and we got our nerves calmed down, but at the same time, probably turned ourselves pretty paranoid because I went so back what you're to my room. You sat in a circle and did yoga. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Right. Just making sure. So, you know, I got to deep, dig deep when you tell me something. <laughs> yeah. So when we finally adjourned the, the, the yoga class there, I go back to my room. I, I, I'm sitting on my bed, you know, I'm thinking, okay, you know, maybe this is it's cool. Maybe it's all right. And I hear a knock on my door. Uh -oh. And I said, Oh God, this is it. I literally was, I got up in the middle of my bed, was hiding around the corner, you know, mm. from the door. <laughs> it knocks again. And now I'm, I'm sweating. I mean, I'm like, really, you know, <laughs> knocks, keeps knocking. It don't go away. And I'm like, shit. And I, I, I walk <laughs> over there and they didn't have the peephole on it. So there was no peephole. Uh, you couldn't look out and see who oh, it was. Dude. So I said, oh my God, this is it. This is it. As I'm unlocking the door, I open it up and Cass standing there with my leather jacket. He said, you forgot your jacket, bro. Oh, oh, God. God. oh shit! <laughs> How slow did that uh, knob turn when you opened it? <laughs> oh God, man! Well, I thought I said, you know, what would be the odds? Or did you jerk it? Open? You know, what yeah, you me being the first one. Surely I would. Surely they would. You know, try to take out one of the other guys first. Surely I wouldn't be the first one. But <laughs> right, right, you know, you're the biggest yeah. one. They go for you first. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's but, the way it yeah. is in the cars, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, we, 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 we had a blast. I mean, it was fun over there. We, we had a good time. That's one place I wish I would have got to go. Uh, unfortunately it didn't happen, but, uh, man, the guy that I worked for, you know, Mexico's notorious for kidnappings and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the, we, I didn't work for AAA, but I worked for what was kind of their opponent in 1994, whatever that was. Uh, yeah, but anyway, the guy. This is after I left. The the promoter. He got kidnapped by the uh, the cartel and all that kind of stuff. They held him for ransom. Jeez. And then well, I you know the stuff that I did on the streets there, and I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I made it home. So give me a good. Uh, you you were in WWE when it was you know it was hot. So give me. I know you got a ton of them, but what's some. Just funny stories, man. That's what I want to hear. I don't want you to knock nobody. I want you to tell me something funny. Oh, uh, no. Oh, shit. There's plenty of them. Um, like <laughs> tagging with boss man or something. You know, I'd love to hear about that. <laughs> oh, God. We were in the car one day. I think it was me, Ray, and Terry Long. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we had some kind of SUV. And, you, you know, you just had to know Ray. Uh, mm -hmm. Just a sweetheart. Of it. I mean, you'll never meet anybody that say a bad word about Ray Trailer. Oh, yeah. uh, just nice, right. oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. coolest, awesome. you know, uh, guy. But we're in, uh, we're in the, uh, we're in the SUV, and Terry said, "Oh, hey, we gotta get gas. Hold on." Ray snaps it left, jumps a median, just, just. <laughs> I mean, this thing pukes out all kind of stuff. It was still running somehow, but just like you know, we left stuff laying in the road, wow. lands, bounces into the damn gas station. Oh, <laughs> uh, he said, you know, and we, I don't know what to say. You know, I'm I'm still like new in here. You know, I ain't saying shit. And Terry's like, right. what the hell? And Terry's like, e -e -e -e, it's just rental. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I got I got one you will appreciate because you know it. All right. So remember when we came down to Memphis as a truth commission? Yeah. Yep. All right. So they rented us a van. WWE rented us a van that we could yeah. all ride in. 
So yeah. we were all riding together. Well, they, they brought us up to uh, Stanford for a week before we came down there to uh-huh. learn how to march and salute and do all that stuff. Right. So we're up in Stanford. Well, uh, I think it was like maybe the one of the first, I think maybe it was the first shotgun Saturday night. Oh, yeah. It was live from a Grand Central Station. Yeah, I remember. We were right? there. Yep. So w- we drove down in this rental. We drove down. Now, remember, our original uh, leader was uh, Robin, the commandant, right. yeah. the actor. Right. Yeah. Right. This guy was an actor, but he wasn't, he wasn't a wrestler. I mean, he'd he never been in wrestling at, right. at all. He never right. watched it, nothing. So he was really learning on the fly. But he was also South African. Yeah. Yeah. So we yeah. go down there, we go in, you know, we hang out and watch the show. It was great, you know. Well, it's snowing a little bit because I think it was in November, December. It's snowing a little bit. So we get back out to the car and the windshield's iced over. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, oh, shit, let me look in here. They should have, a, you know, one of the little plastic scrapes in here. Yeah. Well, I hear Robin get out of the back and say, oh, lad, I've got it. I've got it. Oh, he no. goes out and he's scraping, 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 scraping. And the ice is coming off. Well, I tell you, scraping, 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 scraping. Mike Halleck. Remember Mike Tank? Big yeah. guy? Yeah. yeah. Mike's, Mike's sitting in there. Mike's driving. Mike's sitting in there. And I, and I look in. I see his face and his eyeballs just popping out and his veins <laughs> are coming out of his. And he's like, Robin, you stupid. You know, whatever. Oh, oh. And I look, Robin had got a crushed Dr. Pepper can. Oh, man. And was trying to get the ice off the windshield. We scratched that damn windshield. I, oh. You couldn't even see out of it. Oh, the my next gosh. Day. Just like you bent it in like half or something? Yeah, you know, he just stepped on it and crushed it. Crushed it oh down so it hit the palm of his hand. And he was out there just wearing this shit out. You <laughs> could not. I mean, he just cracked, piped your window. What the fuck? Yes. This is a real <laughs> car and our name's on it. Man. Oh, I think more specifically, Mike's name was on Right, uh, right. But, yeah. yeah, but, you know, he's from South Africa, so, yeah. you know, he ain't never seen snow or ice or none of that shit, <laughs> so he don't know what. Right. But has he right. seen glass before and know that you can't put aluminum up against it? Well, the, you know, and, I, of course, that was the first thing that Mike brought up. <laughs> you know, I tried to, I, you know, I knew what was going on. I tried to calm yeah. the situation down. But, yeah, Mike was like, well, God damn it, he's seen glass before. He knows what metal does, too. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Needless to say, that was a long, that was a long ride back. Hey, oh, let me ask you this, man. So I'm going back to the cop stuff and all y'all can yeah. kiss my ass. Uh, <laughs> going back to the cop stuff. Do they got a name for you? What do they call you, man? You're going, you're, I know you're fixing to say they just call me Barry or call me Buchanan. They don't got no nickname for you. No, everybody calls me bull. Wow. I'll, I'll be sense. honest with you. If somebody calls me anything other than bull now, I, yeah. I, I I don't even know it. You know, I have to say, <laughs> say it two or three times, you know, yeah, yeah, say yeah. my real name, Barry. Yeah. I'm just so used to it. Everybody just, that's funny because I'm the same way. Like if somebody don't go wolf or wolfy, if yeah. they say Warren, like it, my girlfriend calls me that that's, that's different. But right. anybody yeah. else that says Warren or if they go Kelly, which is my first name, then I'm like, yeah. they really <laughs> don't know me. If they call yeah. me Warren, they might've known me when I was a kid or something like that. But yeah, yeah, I feel you. Which is funny. Jamie says Kelly sometimes. It's funny. He knows you better he than just anybody. Does that plan. Okay. Then, okay. Right, no, and you're thinking about Randy too, because Randy, hey Warren Kelly, and then uh, <laughs> Jeff Jarrett does the same thing. Warren Kelly. 
Warren Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's and then funny. Smothers, it, when we'd call each other on the phone, would be whoever called would say it first. I'd go, <laughs> Smothers, Warren. He'd go, Warren, Smothers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Tracy, so when I signed with, with, I was down there in Memphis working with y'all, and uh, WWE came to Nashville, and they said, uh, hey, we got you booked on this house show. So I was like, hell, great. You know? So I go out and, I, and uh, I think somebody had already told me I was working Tracy. Mm. Uh, so I got to work Tracy. But I, I'd also met uh, Sid Vicious down yeah. there, you know, yeah. and, and kind of, you know, G-hawed with him a little bit. So yeah. So I got to the arena that day, and Tracy's trying to uh, call spots with me, you know, or, or you know, see what I want to do. Mm. And then, uh, and damn, you know, Sid keeps, like, you know, coming in and saying, oh, man, he's great. He can do that. He can do that. And I can see the tension building there, you know, like, Christ, not, you know, not let me be in the middle of this. Right. You know, I think Tracy finally was like, God damn, I know, I know him. I know, I know what he can do, you know. That's perfect. I love it. He so does. I'm like, I'm sitting there like, oh, Jesus, I got heat and I ain't done nothing yet. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we went out there and, you know, pulled it out. Of course, Tracy, you know, hell. Oh, yeah. Pulled it right off and, and uh, had a great, you know, good little match. And, uh, but yeah. God, awesome. man, I was, he was so funny. I miss him. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. We all do. So, okay, you're working the Truth Commission gimmick, which I always love that. You're like anti-apartheid soldiers or whatever. And yeah. it le- it leads you, you know, you're working with Kurgan Interrogator, and it leads you into actually, and, and uh, you know, we'll say it right now, Wolfie's a mark for this team. I'm an absolute mark for this team. You're probably a mark for this team. You ended up getting to work LOD a few times. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tell us some stories about working the GOATs. <laughs> the, they were, well, see, and this is just, you know, uh, you guys know what I'm talking about. You know, nobody, nobody in this business is totally successful on their own. Sure. You got to have yeah. help, you know, and usually a lot of help from a lot of different yeah. people. Well, uh, for some reason, I don't, I, I, to this day, I still don't know, but they didn't bring Mike Hallett tank. They didn't bring him up to the main mm-hmm. roster. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so we went up to do a show to, uh, a, a, a dark match, I think on shotgun. And they didn't bring Mike. Mike was calling me, and I'm like, dude, I don't know. You know, I right. ain't heard nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we get up there, and there's a guy, uh, not with us, but there's another guy up there doing a tryout match. His name is uh, uh, Rambo. He wrestled mm-hmm. as Rambo over in Germany for Otto once. Yeah. yeah. Well, everybody up in New York knew uh, Luke Poirier was his real name. But everybody had been through Germany. Hawk and all those guys had been through Germany. And had worked right. with him, and he was a real cool guy. And he, he hooked them up, you know, made sure they had, you know, you know, whatever they wanted, booze, you know, a uh, mm-hmm. place to stay, you know. He, he treated them right. So now I'm automatically in with all these guys, which I had met uh, uh, Mike and Joe on the Indies before. But, you know, now I got somebody we're really in with. Them. Yeah. So, yeah, we got to work them. And uh, I remember they, you know, they said, uh, they asked me, uh, they said, do you mind taking the, the doomsday? I said, no, hell no. And, uh, he said, how do you want to bump? I said, I'm going to cut a flip. He, yeah, said, you yeah. want me to, he said, you want me to hit you and drive? I said, no, I said, you can hit me, but I saw I'm doing the whole flip. I'm doing the flip myself. Yeah. And, uh, sure enough, got up there, you know, and, uh, you know, Mike tapped me just a little bit and I just cut a damn flip, you know, and landed and looked like I killed myself. And, yeah. Uh, so we got <laughs> over with I it. I take it in so, a few times. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean it's, it's really not that bad. Nah. But uh, 
so we, you know, we kind of got to where we'd hang out with them a little bit. And uh, not when you're so one six night, foot six and three hundred pounds, it's not that bad, probably. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we we were in, and then this all kind of ties into to a bunch of stuff. We were in Minneapolis for a house show. We had a yeah. pay per view that next night in uh, I think it was St. Louis or Kansas City. We're in Minneapolis. And Hawk and or Mike and Joe said, "Hey guys, we're going to take you out to a family restaurant. <laughs> family, re- family in quotation marks. Family restaurant. <laughs> no, it was a family restaurant, but it was like the family, if you know what I mean. You know, yeah, and, and, yeah. in Minneapolis, the the bosses, yeah, you know, that the family, no, yeah." Yeah, so they took us out. I mean, just, you know, all you could eat, you know, just loads of, took us out, you know, treated us like, you know, rock stars. Yeah. But before we left the arena, we were all leaving the arena. And we were walking with Mike and Joe because I think we were going right from there, you know, to the restaurant, you know, to eat. And Brian Pillman was walking by. Mm-hmm. And, Mike, and Mike said, see you later, man. You know. Mm-hmm. And Brian looked at him and he just said, fuck you. And what? kept walking. Yeah. And we were like, what the hell? <laughs> so, you know, I didn't know if they had heat or anything, but, but he said that the Hawk. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I, you know, th- these, this was later on, you know, this, this, you know, yeah. Mike and Joe were a little, uh, a little more, I guess, lenient. You might say, you know what I'm saying? A little yeah, older, yeah. a little less, uh, piss and vinegar, but, uh, <laughs> You know, it just I'm guessing you know it wasn't no big deal to us. So we're going to have the night. We get uh, can't we get to wherever we're at next day for the pay per view. People are running around, you know, you know how they are backstage at a pay per view. Yeah. And Cornette's like going room to room, and uh, <laughs> we finally we hear they're looking for Brian Pillman. Mm. That was the night he died in many. Oh man! Oh man! I, when you that said was, he said "fuck you," that's the first thing that popped into my mind. He's fixing to say this was that. Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. Yo, so but I didn't know if him and Mike had you know some kind of some kind of heat between them, but whatever. But you know, I think he was just. I mean, you were around maybe. him too. I think you know he just Pillman looked, uh, just a little bit. Hawk more, yeah, than, more than Pillman. I was only around. Oh Pillman. yeah, but. Half Ryan just always seemed like he was uh, not in a bad, you know, just like, I don't know. He just didn't look like he was in a good mood. Yeah. You know, but that was after he'd had the ankle, broke ankle and everything and all that. Of course, stuff. yeah. He, st- he suffered a lot of setback, man. He really did. Yeah. yeah. That, that shit can, you know, as athletes, man, that's why, I, you know, the Brett Favre's and the guys that, you know, do it for love of the game, when they retire, they cry. You know, I mean, it's like yeah. it's love of the game, and and some people ain't in it for that, you know. And I could I could go on and say I don't think people like Batista ever got in it for the right reasons because like I I knew him when he first got in, and and, and how he treats it, and and then Brock in a little way, but you know whatever I don't care. But there but there are yeah. those guys that uh, did it for the love of the game, man. You know, and and I. Yeah, that's that's my people, you know, and not that I dislike yeah. the others. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying people for love of the gang, you know, the Tracy Smothers of the of the world and stuff like that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah for sure. So I mean, there's so much more we could talk about. Maybe Absolutely. we'll just get you part two coming up. But you know, you obviously <laughs> you're you're doing one of my favorite gimmicks, right to censor. You end up becoming John Cena's heater. I don't want to just act like these are flippant deals. These are actually very important deals to your career, and you actually end up working Kane and Undertaker a lot and and cool. Things 
things like that. But the main thing that I think I really want to talk about is, man, second generation Brooks Jensen, NXT. Dude, he's killing it. And oh, how's yeah. how's that going, man? Oh, it's it's going good, man. I, I I knew I knew since he was a little kid that he was he he I, he had the same look in his eyes I did when I watched wrestling. And yeah. I, I just knew I said, "Oh God, you know here he's got he goes. it." Yeah. So yeah, he just he grew up. He had all the dolls and all the rings and stuff. And then you know he'd go to these indie shows with me when I'd come back from Japan. And uh, you know he'd get in the ring afterwards and play around. But uh, he was about fourteen and. Uh, he asked me, he said, will you train me to be a wrestler? And I said, well, I said, let's train you to be a referee first. Yeah. Because to me, to me, if, if you have the chance and can ref before you actually start oh, yeah. wrestling, you know, it, it lets you be in the ring That's and not man. necessarily be the total focal point. Right. So right. you're out there in front of the crowd, not to say that it's a very important job, but you know what I'm saying? Most of the time the people have their eyes on wrestling. Yes. Uh, but the referee can make it or break it. And that's a great, oh, yeah, yeah. I like that, man. Yeah, but it, you know, it lets them get their get their feet wet and get out yeah. in front of the crowd and say, "Okay, is this what I want to do?" Yeah. So he did that for about a year. When he'd go do it, I would uh, we would train in the ring, you know, before that, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we he started getting himself booked on the indies, and uh, uh, he uh, he got out, you know, he got an offer from down there. I he did a thing for Evolve while they were still in bit right before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. He did a seminar and uh, Regal was there, and uh, he had he got to work a match, and uh, me and Regal talked a little bit, and uh, you know I told him I said I really wanted him to get a little more experience before he comes, to, you know maybe you know go to Japan for a minute or you know because he was only like eighteen at the time, uh-huh. and uh, so anyway after the pandemic pandemic hit shuts everything down you know so everyone's things starting to uh, uh open back up regal calls me and says hey uh you know we'd like to bring him in for tryout and i said yeah i mean give him a shot give him a call so yeah. he went down there and you know it's all been him since then dude he's an absolute oh, stud man i mean he's a good looking kid he must took after his mama i guess i'm just kidding. yeah he did, absolutely <laughs> <laughs> no i hope the best for him because i enjoy watching that you know he was a former nxt tag champion it's awesome stuff man yeah really cool. yeah I, oh, I, I got another thinks. i got another son just turned 17 he's uh he's got a match uh saturday uh-huh. night up in uh Oh God, where's that? It's right up there around Chattanooga somewhere. The big cannons are becoming the Armstrongs. I know, Maybe. right? <laughs> Maybe. Who'd have thunk it? And bull instead of bullet. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. bull, bull. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got it, man. I love Dude, it. Dude, hey, man, it, it's great hearing your voice, man. It's been so long since I talked to you. I'm, I'm, I'm so like thrilled about your new thing. I, I really want your uh, department to reach out to On Patrol uh, to try and get them to follow you guys around, especially you, so I can watch. Oh, yeah. You. But yeah, uh, thanks, man. And uh, oh yeah, no problem. Appreciate y'all listening. And uh, is there anything you want to plug, man? I mean, I know. Hey, don't uh, get caught by me is probably the best thing that anybody in your area can do. But <laughs> any wrestling stuff coming up or anything? Uh, yeah. Well, I'm I'm trying to get a. I'm trying to. I'm uh getting a ring and uh trying to find a place to put it to uh, open up a school up, but uh. Uh, right on. Got the ring, but I'm just trying to find a place to, uh, you know, once I can do that, uh, I'm going to start advertising and, uh, yeah, Bobby Ken's whatever it's going to be training school. Uh, David, Young, we'll David Young is going to be your trainer, right? I can just guess that right out of the blue, right? 
<laughs> oh yeah, you you know most of the bad decisions I made in life involved David Young in some way. Some. <laughs> I know he'll hear this, and I know he'll get a, a good kick out of it. What yeah, did he do? Of, oh, what has he not done? Uh, <laughs> That's the best. Yeah, I've got a story yeah. about David, but me and David only know that one. And it, it's, oh, it's, oh, it's oh so yeah, funny. plenty of those. It's so yeah, it's, no, it's, it's, it involves other people and stuff. So yeah, no, he's he's a great dude, man. One yeah, my, awesome. Good and friend. he was he was just uh, uh, he's a good dude. I love him. Great worker too. But uh, yeah. Barry, thank you so much. Uh, sorry, Bull, yeah. for coming on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know. Uh, but yeah, Mr. Officer, what do we call you? Officer Bull or Bull Officer on Bull, Night that's Court? What everybody calls Bull on Night yeah. Court. That's funny. Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Even yeah. better. People <laughs> be ask me all the time, is that where the bull come from? I said, no, it's from wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Thank you, dude. I appreciate oh, you coming no on here. And like I said, again, uh, it's, it's been great talking to you, man. And seriously, like anything I say, like I'm a fan, dude. And yeah, uh, no, we, we appreciate it. Man. We appreciate the listeners. I, I, before we go off air, I want to say this. You yes, and sir. Jamie, you and Jamie were the first two people when I got there to Memphis. Mm-hmm. Y'all were the first two people. It kind of made me feel comfortable. Oh, oh, you know, I think at that time, you know, coming in and, and people knowing you had a contract, you know, up there, they really yeah, they shy away from you a little bit, or you right. know, but you two got you two were the like I felt comfortable around y'all. <laughs> so <laughs> we were just crazy. Deal, you were probably huh? just you were watching the show of PG thirteen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what That's are not what everybody today? says. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing today? Yeah. But, uh, man, yeah, thanks. And uh, before we let you go, we're going to let the listeners know, Jimmy, if, if I got to answer a bunch of questions here when we come back from break. Yeah, Bull, here's the thing. Every show we do a little segment called Ask Wolfie D Anything. So after you, after the show drops and you listen to it, you may have to arrest some people for asking him such crazy questions. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Wolfie, what's that dude's name that got away down? Down there and whatever Bulls County is. Yeah. What if they start asking me police questions? I done told Jimmy true crime is like the most watched uh, stuff on Netflix and all that. And it's also the most listened to podcast. So yeah, uh, today has kind of like given me my wrestling and my true crime stories. So I'm, yeah. I'm happy. I'm happy. <laughs> thank you, Bull. And Jimmy, oh, go you. ahead, hit the music. We'll be back with Ask Wolfie D anything. DJ hit the music. Right, we are back with Ask Wolfie D anything and Wolfie D man, Bull Buchanan is awesome, dude. That's yeah, awesome. what a what a great show, man. We could have kept going and going and going, man, but you know, uh, but maybe there'll be a part two. Just you know, never we'll can bring him back. If yeah, everybody's listening. Yeah, give you something to hang on to. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was a whole lot more to talk about, but honestly, I felt like we got a good show. And That's now we're, true. yeah, now we're on to the Ask Wolfie D anything where the listeners themselves can become involved with the show. So, first off, we've got listener at Cause Effect on Instagram. Here's a good question here, and I've never actually heard you answer this. So, what was the most overwhelming moment that you've had in a wrestling ring where you had to pinch yourself? You kind of had goosebumps. 
I mean, I guess it would have to be um, WrestleMania or, or Royal Rumble. Uh, WrestleMania just because of what it was. Sure. Uh, but uh, the Royal Rumble was just the most people that I had gotten to walk out in front of. I won't say wrestle because it wasn't in the match. It was just coming but, out with Farouk. Yeah. It wouldn't be a bit involved, but still, it was uh, an, an amazing sight. 60,000 people. <laughs> Yeah, dude, that's nuts. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, yeah. awesome. Those moments were pretty, it's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> we're People wonder why we get out, the, you know, we 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 make it to that type of stuff and, you know, get accustomed to that. And then all of a sudden, you're in fucking Nashville. Uh, right. You know, um, an outlaw show and you like, God, <laughs> it's depressing. <laughs> right. Right. What happened? Well, you know damn well what happened, but some people might not guess. But and, and I don't. I think it took me a minute to really realize what happened. Sure, sure, yeah. Well, hey, man, that's kind of how it works sometimes. So, yeah. My answer. My answer. Yeah, your answer. Yeah. Well, that was that was good. I mean, dude, I can't imagine not pinching yourself at those moments where you're like, hold up. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's cool. Just two boys from Nashville, Memphis, whatever, that are kind of doing their thing and <laughs> walking out in front of 70,000 people. So, yeah. pretty cool stuff. Pretty cool stuff. Okay, so the next one is same guy, cause effect on Instagram. He asked this question, and this is actually interesting because I, I really want to hear what what you you think on this so what is the one or what is one thing or maybe a couple that the old school could take from the current product to make it even better than it was okay so the question is what could the old school guys take from right now to make yeah. the current product better no 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 to have made the old school even better like uh, what, what are parts of you know like are there elements of the old school that could have been made better? Essentially, that kind of thing. Well, yeah, but it was technology played a big part in the change of stuff. But I guess as far as psychology in the ring, uh, I mean, I feel like I always tried to, you know, when I said it, go to go to Mexico, put a little Memphis into it. You know, this is my basic learnings <laughs> teachings yeah. uh, put that with their style same thing ecw same thing wherever we, we went whatever coast because you know in the united states it's funny man you, you go up north you got to go one way you come down south you go another you go west coast you know different style it just so you put a little bit of just basic wrestling to me which is memphis style uh and uh just put it with that man and, and, and that's what i always did i tried to adapt and like as the business changed you know i had to speed up a little bit couldn't do the stuff that we did in uh say the late 80s even though I, I i wasn't really there but you couldn't work those kind of matches so i saw that and uh you know just wanted to speed up a little bit and yeah I, I think I was good at trying to trying to stay with the times, realizing things did change and were changing, and you had to do it differently. But uh, you know, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I guess that would be it. Just the guys got to be more open to certain things. Now I've sat here and knocked a lot of it. Some of it's great. It has its uh, its place. You know sure. what I'm saying? It, sure. Uh, D depending on how you're doing it, I think a, a, a lot of it is, man, if they would just 
the concept that they're trying to do, but slow it down. But at the same time, some of the stuff wouldn't look, look right if they slowed it down. But they just put all of it together where you absolutely is not a person sitting there that goes, well, that's, they're really countering those moves with those flips and stuff, man. This is, yeah. this is competitive right here. You know, yeah, <laughs> these guys yeah. flipping around each other and blah, blah, blah. They're trying to make it like, I feel like they watch movies and go, man, we should do that. Cause I ain't gonna lie. I've taken a spot off of, uh, what was the, the second Batman movie back where it was a lot of neon colors and they were fighting the punks with the yeah. skull faces, whichever yeah. one that was. But there was a spot in that movie where, uh, one of the guys grabbed uh, Batman in a full Nelson. The dude comes running at him. Batman lifts up, kicks the guy. Boom! He comes back. He does the the head scissor gimmick, yeah. and, and rolls them both over something like that. Or an arm drags one of them. Some, yeah. But anyway, I stole the spot out of that. But it was just basically two or three little moves that were cute that I hadn't seen anybody do in the ring. But I didn't try to do the whole fight scene. Right, right. Because they would, yeah, man, if you can pull stuff off like that, that's that's athletic as hell. But the the camera has, you know, they do double takes and different camera angles and, and, and all this shit, sound effects, all that. It, I promise what they're doing on screen, you, you don't look like that in the ring. Right, right. <laughs> it's impossible. Yeah, because you're sitting there with one angle, and it's one. So you, you know, got to. Yeah. You still got to slow it down a little bit. I think, man. Yeah, you still can. I know they know we're working, but right. I still believe they don't want to know some of them, and and give them something to believe. Give me some to believe in. Pulling <laughs> <laughs> out some poison. In poison. Yeah. So okay. So that's that's interesting. You know, and that you know that makes good sense. I think that's one thing that our our former guest Jack Vaughn oftentimes will point out is certain things uh-huh. like that, where you know, like the one recently where the guy is jumping from second rope to top rope, second yeah. rope to top rope, yes. and he's just like standing there, like, "How long are you going to do this? You're just right. showing." off now you know and it's kind of doing the taker don jardine holding the hands walking the top rope type deal and yeah yeah (laughs) anyway yeah i think that was a good answer wolfie d we'll we'll leave it with you but i gotta ask this who did you who did you use the batman moves with i gotta know i don't remember i've probably done it more than once but i think it was just uh who would that have been? I could just I see know. like Doug and it Tommy. Might have been some dudes on uh, like uh, kind of job guys, but these okay. ones that I could do it with. I can't remember. Okay, I was just saying like Doug and Tommy, and Tommy saying like, nah. "Oh, D over here trying to do some Batman moves." Yeah, he thinks he's fucking Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be damned. I'd be damned. <laughs> hey, Doug. Hey Doug, Wolfie, <laughs> Wolfie Dougie, he's Batman, Batman over here, he's Batman <laughs> over here, doing no shit like that, Wolfie <laughs> We're just gonna do the old school walking talk, man. Oh, no, nah, he would have even said that. He just Wolfie, just shut up. yeah that's funny okay well our last one and this is an interesting question this is ben martin as always from facebook always comes with the good questions so did you by chance know where the ecw uswa feud was headed before it was dropped in both promotions after lawler and dreamer at hardcore heaven 97 Mm -hmm. no idea 
<laughs> yeah. I have no idea on any of that, man. I just does another thing where it's above your head. As far as the big picture, yeah, it was was way above my head. Just hey, what am I doing tonight? Right. So I mean, there was there was some cool stuff involved with that. You know, could have been something elemental. Do you think it was something to try to do what the Smoky Mountain feud couldn't have done or didn't get to do? I don't remember what year was that? That was like Nin- right before closing time, wasn't it? Ninety seven. Yeah. So it was yeah. right at. I think I don't think it had enough steam left. It was just right. essentially a way to use Lawler and Tommy Dreamer and you and them. And, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm sure Dreamer probably really wanted to work an angle with. With Lawler. Lawler, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. and then we did the thing. We did the, you know, me and Jamie would come on Memphis TV with ECW shirts on and yeah. pro ECW and all that, and then that really wasn't any kind of like ECW collaborating with Randy on the booking or whoever with the booking. I think that was just a thing we said, hey, we'll do this, and right, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. When you're home, you're gonna act like you love ECW, and when you're up there, you're gonna act like you hate it. And yeah, Yeah. (laughs) and and that's something that today really you can't do because everything is recorded and videotaped and all this stuff. So those little kinds of deals where you come home and you're acting like you're all, you know, like these boys went to the big city and now they're coming back like they don't know anybody, you know. So yeah, yeah. Well, you came wrong. Yeah, (laughs) set a match on. On Facebook, Brian Hardison again. Now he's pulling out some oldies of yeah. me and Jamie wrestling each other. I think you saw Beaver it. Yeah. But one of my friends, Craig Hensley from high school, pointed out that I said, and I remember, but if, if you watch, I forget which one it is, and I'm doing a little, I don't got much, I, you know, I got shorts on, but I don't got much Wolfie D in me as far as personality letting it come out you know i mean there's just a little parts of it here and there you can see it yeah uh, i said on the microphone i was going to drop some fifth ward bees on him you remember ghetto boys yeah yeah dude scarface (laughs) my favorite rapper ever so yeah my friend did you just say fifth ward bees on facebook (laughs) i did (laughs) <laughs> That's awesome, man. I didn't notice that, man. So, dude, I noticed how, first off, how super skinny you were at that time. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, you were just a kid. It makes sense. But Jamie, yeah. so essentially Jamie had already kind of like done some stuff as far as managing and stuff. But yeah. he was yeah. he was the baby face and you were clearly the heel from the way uh-huh. you were working, at least. Right. Do, you, do you remember that being the, the way that it was that you were working yeah. heel? Yeah. Yeah. Because he was the well-known guy and you were the, you know, right. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that was cool, dude. And I, Brian Hardison for the that, yeah. It's so funny that when you got recordings like that, especially that old, but just uh, the people in the crowd, you can hear them, you know, yeah. a lot yeah. better. Yeah. Beat him like your daddy would, Dundee. <laughs> <laughs> dude. And uh, Brian Turner's VHS rehab for the win on that one, because those were excellent. And, you know, like, I didn't even think we would ever see those, man. I, I really didn't. So yeah. he's got a crazy tape collection. I'm glad he's finally doing some all, all this stuff with it, man. So anyway, well, yeah, we got to maybe we got to do a deep dive on those sometimes. I definitely definitely think a watch along is involved in that sometime. I would love to I would love to hear your Wolfie D now watching like I'm sure some of it would be a cringe fest for you because you're like, oh, my gosh, why didn't you do that? You know, or you yeah. might be surprised. You may be like, hey, dude, I was pretty good right there. You know, no, so. I watched both of those matches that were on there and I was like, you know, obviously uh, I noticed some things, obviously. But, uh, yeah. 
Yeah. It was not bad for what it was. Sure, it was not. And, dude, it was, I, I liked I it, man. Yeah. Anything else on the fucking show. Right, right. Yeah, I'm sure it did. I'm sure it did. Well, yeah. Well, thank you, Ben, for that question. Thank you, Cause Effect on Instagram. Always bringing the good questions. I definitely haven't heard from Cause Effect in a while, so it's nice to nice to hear them drop some questions for us there. Cause and Effect. Cause and Effect. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know his name, but thank you, brother. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you, maybe she. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Anyway, well, thank you so much. And Wolfie, that is it for the day, brother. Take us on out. Yeah, man. Thanks, Bull. Uh, thanks, Jimmy Screet. And uh, thank you guys for listening once again. And next week, man, we don't know what we got yet. But as usual, I'm sure we'll scramble something together. So uh, join us next week. And now a word from our sponsor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling, the podcast that's based on the old school, but can still help you find the good stuff from today. Jimmy Street and the Plastic Sheik, Jared, are the undisputed tag team champions of the wrestling podcast world. From thought-provoking topics to superstar interviews to action figure expertise, this team does it all, and all they ask is, Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling! Every other Thursday, wherever you listen to podcasts. That's right. It's the talk of Middle Tennessee, the channel you love to hate and the channel you hate to love. It's Brian Turner from Brian Turner's VHS Rehab. And if you're looking for matches from Wolfie D to Jerry Lawler to Dusty Rhodes and the team that put a pimp before your eyes and a goatee between your thighs, Booty Call and Athena, go to LostWrestling.com. See, I made it easy for you. Brian Turner's VHS Rehab. Booyah! Join me, Gene Jackson, for the Jackson Interaction Podcast, where I'll be doing one-on-one interviews with people from the world of professional wrestling, as well as stand-up comedy. You can get them anywhere podcasts are available in both video and audio form, but you can find them all at GeneJacksonPod.com. Hey everyone, this is Shane from Insane Shane's World. I release wrestling figures of enhancement talent, mid-card wrestlers, and wrestlers that you never thought would have a figure available. So if you're interested in adding a really cool and rare figure to your collection, then don't hesitate to contact me at shamtheman73 at gmail.com. That's S-H-A-M-the-man73 at gmail.com. You can also join my Facebook group. Just search Insane Shane's World. This is the big picture, Michael Jablonski. Don't forget to tune in every week to Jablonski's Pissed Off on the Mike Jablonski's Pissed Off YouTube channel. The Bob in this part. He's gonna tell you all about it. He doesn't care what you think. You're gonna hear all about it. Mike Jablonski.
So that was another great episode. Hey, Wolfie, tell them where they can find you on social media. Jimmy, they can find me in the club, bottle full of bub. I'm just kidding. Uh, they can find me on Facebook. Uh, my personal page is Warren Wolf, W-O-L-F-E. I'm on Instagram, at WarrenWolf13. You can always find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, at LiveWolfieD. Here's the thing. Wolfie always has offers for his autographed photos. He has a selection of some awesome photos from throughout his career that he will autograph and personalize any way that you want him to. Just contact him either directly at his personal Facebook page or through any one of our other pages, and we'll make sure you get in contact directly with Wolfie. Get those photos, right, Wolfie? Yeah, I've got some good stuff on there, you know, to help with the podcast. Folks, if you can't get out to a show to meet Wolfie D, there's nothing like that, especially for the fans of PG-13 and Wolfie D. And before we go, you can always find me, your host, Jimmy Street, at James Rock Street on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And hey, Jimmy, before we go real quick, I just want to add in there, uh, from the bottom of my heart, I really appreciate First of all, the work you've done for this podcast, you have worked your butt off. Secondly, the people that are liking the page. Beyond that, even more is the people that are listening. And we really appreciate that. Yeah. And remember, guys, the podcast drops a new episode every Monday at noon. And our past episodes are streaming now on demand on all major podcast formats. Thanks again. I got a cat for you, don't. And here we go. The original white boy that came out sagging, not bragging, don't be hating, cause I'm spitting the truth. Still lobbing in color. Rum rush your mother, utilize a hubcap. I'm like any other. Back in the day, I was NOD, and I was P to the G plus the one and the three. In case you forgot, they call me Wolfie D. Been cloned and copied so many times. Tired of suckers taking credit for what is mine. You know who you are without me name dropping wrestling's first white boy coming out hip-hopping. Been doing it like this since 92. Played blow for a while when you thought I was through. Listen real close to these rhymes that I've injected. This shit's so sick it makes your ears get infected. Bad skills, no faking, there is no one great. Cause I'm bringing more folks and over one for later. Not here to play games, so you better be real. You don't like me, so what? I really don't care. Like the time I keep ticking and I can't be stopped. You set a step to the side unless you wanna get dropped. When I finish, I'll straight knock you out. Please allow me to tell you what it's all about. Gonna wind it up. Driving it home, it's Wolfie D, baby. Huh? I got a cap for your dome. I got a cap for your dome. We got a cap for your dome. We got a cap for your dome. This has been a James Rock Street production.